Welcome to Groovy Soup. Groove A showcase of music from artists and bands from across Ohio. And your chance to hear something new and local. Here's your host, Paul Holden. Good evening, everybody, and welcome, 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 welcome into another episode of Groovy Super Show, all about the artists and bands of Ohio. I'm Paul Holden, your host and chef of this mashup of melodies. Tonight, it's a good one. One of my favorite guests to interview. Always such a great conversation. So many areas you can go to. Such a great insight into the world of production and engineering and music creation. Devin Burgess joins us on the show tonight to talk about his new album, That's unfortunate and a whole lot more we got two tracks from that's unfortunate for you here tonight we'll also hear from the hill spirits again from our show last week for the little rewind segment in the second half of the show but let's start things off let's hear from the new Devin burgess album this is called dagger Produced all, everything. Produced, engineered, mixed, mastered, all that stuff by Devin Burgess himself. He does so much production, so much music creation, and has such a good insight into the world of music and how to get things done. Because Devin Burgess has a long record of success. Let's hear more right now. 
And I got one of my, I got one of my favorite guests. Last time this guest was on the show, we had an absolute blast. Brand new music uh, as well. New music coming out, seems like almost every day here. Devin Burgess, <laughs> a.k.a. Keisha, joins us today. Thank you so much for your time. Yo, thank you for having me. This feels like home to me now. Like, I feel real comfortable. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. That's what we like to do. We like to have people back. We like to make it a, a fun, a fun uh, atmosphere. And, and, and I mean, we got to have you back on the show because, Devin, I swear, every two days there's a new project I feel like I, I, I see from you. But we're, we're talking about That's Unfortunate today. Uh, you can check that out on all the streaming services. Of course, go to Bandcamp and support there as well. That's the best place to go. But, but Devin, for those who didn't catch you the first time, let's have you introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about what you do. All right, man. My name is Devin Burgess, a.k.a. Keisha, a.k.a. your favorite auntie. You know what I mean? I am from Cincinnati, Ohio. I am a rapper, engineer, producer, amongst other things that's not important to this conversation right now. Um, and yeah, I just put out a little album. Well, it's not a little album, but I put yeah. out an album uh, called That's Unfortunate about a month ago. And yeah, that's why we're here, man. Absolutely. We're talking about that. You're hearing two of the songs. Like I said, you got to go check out the full thing. So let's start. That's unfortunate. And and for those that 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 do know you, you help a lot of people. You make a lot of beats. You do a lot of producing. But this is uh this is your own work. I mean, obviously, and we're going to get into the, the collaborative elements of this album here in a moment. But putting out something for you, what was that like? I mean, I don't know, man. <laughs> like, I, I, I just be I really just tell people, like, I just be making stuff like I don't ever think about anything for real until like after the fact but like up until that point i just be making i made 80 percent of this album in quarantine last year you know covid kind of forced everyone to sit sit down for a little bit and i had all this time to just work on my own music for once so i was like let me take you know advantage of this time that i have right now so i kind of put my mind to it started making songs before i knew it i was like okay i got i got some nice songs and i'm like okay i have a body of work and i was like okay i think i'm putting together an album now it kind of just like kind of just snowball effects yeah absolutely and well and and, and last year too last year was kind of well with everything shut down it was still a pretty big year for you if i recall you won what like producer of the year or something I like that all sorts of stuff of the year yes you better say that i did yes <laughs> it was uh shout out to donuts and alcohol they had they held their first um award ceremony it's a uh it's a like a like a, a media hub place here in cincinnati and they held their first uh award show and i was nominated for producer of the year and i won that among three other awards that i was nominated for i was nominated for four awards and walked away with three of them on the game that was a uh, yeah i remember i was watching it was so fun watching your instagram story that night because it was just one story it was like bam wow i got this one and then the next up they just you play the video and you got the next Man. one going it, it must have been a blast and, and especially after in in that year it had to feel really good to get that you know not only the music out, but the recognition, because folks, like I, like I said, Devin is always making music. I mean, it's, it's almost always he's doing something. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it's crazy, bro. Like it's, it's still, it's still kind of crazy. Like, okay. I, I, I self deprecate a, a decent amount, which I feel like the average human does, but right. like, I feel like I do. I'm more like vocal about it. Um, But like, within me doing that, it's not that like, I don't believe in myself or anything of that nature, but, but like, that stuff still comes as a surprise to me. Like I didn't expect to get that much love and that much support. Like I tell people, I just be making stuff. And if it sticks, it sticks. If people like it, cool. I don't make stuff for other people. I make it for me because I like doing this stuff and it makes me feel good. So anything else after that is a bonus. 
and it, it keeps me humble because it's like I just don't expect people to, to a really know who I am have be you know be familiar with my music or anything of that nature so like that stuff is always good when people come up to me and be like yo I know who you are I'd be like yo that's so crazy and yeah it, it just always feel good it definitely felt, felt really good yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing that feels better than 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 uh than someone coming up to you and saying that they that they uh, listen to your music, they 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 follow what you do, they support what you do, and 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 that shows because Devin, you've created such so many relationships on this album. You, you worked with a lot of people. You have a lot of voices on this album. Tell me about the collaborations uh, in in that's unfortunate and uh, what it was like working for all of them or okay, with all so, of them. I shouldn't say for all of them, but with well, yeah, all no, of them. Yeah, there we um, go. <laughs> Okay, so uh, last year I put out an album called Alone. It was the first time I had put out an album that I totally produced, I totally engineered, and then like totally rapped and sang on. Um, I'd never done that before. There was no features on it. Um, so when I was like, okay, I'm ready to put out another project, I definitely was like, okay, I definitely would like to collab with people again. So I just reached out to people and they was like, yeah, run it. Like it's really as simple as that. Um, most of the collabs were done via email, you know, because of COVID and stuff. Um, and yeah, the 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 first the first song on the album is like a really rapidy rap song. But I was like, bro, I want to get all my favorite rappers that I know personally on a record, and we could just go crazy, like just to start the album off. So that's mm -hmm. what that one was. Um, I got a verse from Pink Sifu on there. That's the homie. I've been working with him for quite some time now, but he's also like a friend and stuff. Like that's that's the homie for sure. Um, I got production from Overcast on there. Um, got a, a pr production from Dimaje, um, Quan Lee. Yeah, man. I just wanted to tap in. Like I, I really just wanted to make like the best album I could possibly make, and just make sure all of my homies that I really, really mess with had like a hand in it. And I think I executed that really, really well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I listened to the album front to back and, and and it's what I actually like about the album. It's one that you want to listen to front to back. I feel like you want to listen to it in order. And, and, and so one of my, my questions, I love the samples that you do. And one of the, I have a specific question about, about one of the songs is I, I I've heard this, uh, before I can't remember actually I don't have the song right off the top of my head but you made it sound like you're getting in and out of a car you have the car noises where it kind of like the muffled and it opens up you kind of have the car jingle it's I think it's earlier on in the album what yeah, how do you kind of come up with that idea where you're trying to create that and 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 how do you build that through samples okay that that was uh that's the song called halfway asleep shout out to Wayne Fowler and Perez they are also on that record with me as well um bro so to answer your question, I would say that like, okay, prior to me dropping the album, the music was already done like top of the year this year. Mm -hmm. But, and I had intentions on dropping the album in March, but I felt like no one knew I was dropping the album. So I was like, nah, I, I, that's unacceptable. Like if you know me and, you, and you're familiar with my work, you know when I'm about to drop an album because mm -hmm. like, I don't necessarily have to talk about it. Other people would do it for me because I, I create things around my album title that just makes it easy for it to be brought up in conversation. Um, so while I was making, so like when I was using all that time to get to, you know, to September when I finally dropped, I was like, well, I have to like figure out what to do to make this feel like an album. So 
in the beginning of the song, I asked someone, I was like, I said, I said, I don't even have it right now. And then like, I was like, you ain't got no gas money. I'm like, that's unfortunate. So I wanted, I wanted it to feel as if like we just riding around cruising and like you getting out of the car, it's just like a brief moment. And then you get back in the car to like, enjoy like the rest. Like, I just wanted to create like a moment, like for that record, just so it's not just music. Like, I felt like I had all of just all this music, just all 20 songs, but nothing that was really like tying everything together. And that was just one of the ideas I had because I already like referenced the car in the song early on that I don't think people realize or like peep, but yeah, and and I start the song off by saying I ain't got no gas up in the whip, but I'm a whip it. You know what I mean? So right. it's all it's, it all it all makes sense. Yeah, and, and and like you said, you're building that atmosphere, kind of building that 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 story, and that leads into to to one of my other questions too. At the top of 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 the album, you kind of start with uh, I don't know if a skit is the night the, the the right way to to label that, but it's something that I think a lot of people might be familiar with in terms of of listening to 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 rap albums where there's kind of those filler things in between what are you, what's the value in the and kind of making that stuff that kind of helps build the narrative that that opening track that you have that's uh it's got the beat and it's got the samples over but there's not a lot of of, of rap to it and I, and there's kind of some trickles of that and some elements of that throughout the album as well okay yeah shout out to uh to bad that's my home girl she's a poet from from cincinnati um i was doing uh, open mic events uh, around this time last year, early on uh, th the beginning of this year, and open mic events consist of people just coming through and performing songs, and it also consists of people just doing poetry. She was one of the people that, like, like when she spoke, she had everyone's attention every single time. So I was like, I want her voice to be the first thing people hear when they put this album on, like, not even me, because I feel like people wouldn't expect it, and she's a black woman, so that means a lot to me. Um, and she's good at what she does. So I was like, yo, I reached out to her, I'm like, yo, can you please, I, like, I told her like the general theme of the album, and I was like, yo, can you please like make something along the lines of what I'm giving you? And she was like, yeah, I got you. Came back to me in about a week and, and, and performed it at the open mic event. And I was like, yo, like, that's crazy. And then it was like, we, she came and recorded it like the next day or something. And I was like, yeah, this is going to be the first thing that people hear on my album. I don't know. I just, like I said, I just wanted to create moments. I had all of this music and I was like, this is cool. But from a consumer standpoint, no one just wants 20 songs of just 20 songs. Like you have to create moments without throughout these records, especially if you're calling it an album. I take the the title album very seriously. I feel like that's a term that's been like, just sprinkled here and there like here's my album and like people's projects don't be feeling like album they feel like mixtapes or they feel like eps or they feel like projects i created an album and i i wanted it to feel that way I, I that's a great point that that you make there i think i think you're absolutely correct the word album when i hear the word album i am thinking of a i mean i guess there's no limit but a 12 to 15 20 song piece where where things are coming together where they they fit in there's a reason why this song is here, this song is here, this song is here, and they all Absolutely. flow into into each other. Whereas mixtapes, EPs, I'm more or or singles. I feel like singles are the huge thing. Everyone just, you know, single, 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 and then they'll kind of package it together on an album, but it's just a series of singles that doesn't really have the 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 full idea. It might have a theme and or idea, but when when you when you come up with an album, I think like you said, the album itself has to have a concept, it has to have an idea. And you can hear that throughout the whole time, and that's unfortunate. 
Absolutely. And I also don't want to get caught up on like the number of songs equaling the value of the word album. For me, it's all about how it feels. You can you can you can have half the songs that I had and you can like make an album feel like an album. You know what I mean? Like it's not about the length, it's about how everything feels. It's about how everything is is co- cohesive and how it's uh sequenced. I put a lot of thought into the sequencing of this. Um like yeah, like I I, I really put a lot of time and, and effort in how this is going to flow cuz I'm like I'm like yo, if I'm going to give you 20 songs, I'm going to do my best to make it not feel that way. Right. Cuz you know in in this in this climate, 20 songs is a lot. People's attention span is like this. You know right. what I mean? So I feel like it was kind of bold, so to speak, to just drop a 20 project, 20 song project with one single. But I don't like doing the whole single thing, bro. I like this is what I like doing. I like creating bodies of work. Like I'm a yeah. legacy act. I'm here for the slow burn. I've already already determined that for myself. So like that's what I like. I like giving people like the whole thing and then like, you know, then we can work on singles after the fact. And that's how people used to do. Like people used to like drop one single or two and then drop the album and then they would just put out visuals for like their their singles like after the album and that's really what i'm trying to do like i'm gonna give you the whole thing so I could, so we can have something to talk about next year still because there's no reason why i should not pr- be promoting this album well in the next year right like, i made this album to tour off of next year like I, I definitely should be promoting it more so i got plans on doing visuals for like not every song but most of them but mm-hmm. you know the slow burn, like I said. More from Devin Burgess next here on Groovy Soup. Groovy Soup on Power 105. This is Groovy Soup on Power 105. Welcome back into Groovy Soup. We got more from Devin Burgess on the way, so I'm going to quit yakking and we're going to dive in right in to Roll With Me. Cause I cannot take the globe with me These possessions won't protect you with your soul empty I gotta keep myself in check, I brought the bros with me Run and play, show you all the game, but I don't coach any Time to show me what you got, like you hold silly I ain't scared to take a shot, I got the throne in me Keeping God by my side, cause these m****s envy Know you get none of my time if you can't roll with me Have lose like Bo Diddley, but now it's hope in me I feel like old 50, get rich or die trying This not my mom crying, my people won't stop dying Cause of this wild climate, police killing just for nothing Boy, don't ask if I'm okay Never see the repercussions of your actions, I'ma say Ain't no need for this discussion, you just adding to the rage Know my story never ends, another chapter, another page Come and roll with me I be stressing cause I cannot take the globe with me these possessions won't protect you with your soul empty I gotta keep myself in check, I brought the bros with me Run and play, show you all the game, but I don't coach any Time to show me what you got, like you hold silly I ain't scared to take a shot, I got the drone in me Keeping God by my side, like Keeping God by my side, like What? That was Roll With Me by Devin Burgess on that track as well. That is produced by J-Bell on that track, and uh, but uh, written, engineered all by Devin Burgess himself. More from our conversation with him right now. 
Well, and it's 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 a lot of songs, and there's so much life in all of these songs, and there's so much to give and so much to do. Like you said, there's so much life for these songs to have, and and being able to let them breathe through visuals and and touring, that's the way to do it. Absolutely, I I, I don't have anything against you know people wanting to make the singles, and if that's how you want to do it, I I myself love the conceptualize an album, go through it, put the yeah. sequencing in, and, and I'm I'm curious actually about the sequencing and a, a song in particular. When you're making that sequence and you're kind of making these songs, is it kind of hard to have a song? I, I think Seasick was the one I'm, I'm referencing where it kind of picks up right after the song before it uh, you know, ends and it goes right into it. I'm always curious about when you're making that song, are you ever worried about like, what if someone wanted to listen to this on their own and the intro is kind of like an abrupt and it kind of starts right into it and it loses that album flow? Is that something you ever think about? It definitely is. Um, I feel like I was very meticulous in how I did sequence it, though, because, like, and Seasick is right. So, like, the end of Baritone is the beginning of Seasick, basically. So, like, if you listen to them, it literally just sounds like one song. Right. But there is a distinctive pause in the clip that I use to differentiate where it stops and where it ends. But when you listen to it, it's seamless. But if you pay attention, you can you'll know where what song ends and where it, it begins. I did that for everything. I did that. I also did that for uh, it was I think it was Dagger into Screams. So like the end of Dagger is the basically the beginning of Screams, and I like fade the beat and filter the beat out for the beginning of Screams. But it just sounds like one song. But if you pay, if you pay attention, you can differentiate. But like to the to the average listener, it sounds like one song. So I, so I definitely did think about that, and that was my way in trying not to make that seem so muddy. Mm-hmm. Like I tried to really make make it as like seamless as possible. I really tried to. And 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 it absolutely, and it sounds great, and and it is seamless. It's just something I, I do think about because you you do get to those moments where it is that that transition is so important. And and like you said, with people always streaming, always kind of going through things, it, it might be something that you consider. But we're talking to Devin Burgess here, aka Keisha. Uh, you've heard you've heard Devin on the show before. You've heard Devin in in uh, the Cincinnati area. We're talking about that's unfortunate. The latest album uh, from Devin available on Bandcamp and streaming services now. You mentioned visualizers. You do all this engineering. I mean, there's so much stuff that you still do for all your music. How did you get to the point where you were comfortable? You were confident and comfortable enough to being like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it all on me and I'm going to do it uh, my way. Not all on you. I know you have people that help you, but you kind of have a hand in every part of this project. Yeah. I mean, hell, I, I made the cover art too. Right. Um, And that, that just stuff just pans out, bro. And I, I can't put my faith into people and expect them to care about my art as much as I do. You know what I mean? So if, if people do, and I can trust them and I feel like, you know, they actually care about what I've got going on. Then, okay, bet. Y'all can roll. You can help me do whatever you need me to do, whatever I need y'all to do. Cool. But other than that, I'm going to do as much as I can by myself um, until otherwise. It's just I've been I've been working this way for like a while and like I'm kind of set in my ways, but I'm also not, you know, not open to help and stuff like i ask for help when i know i need it because i obviously can't do any everything and truth be told i'm tired of doing everything so yes i definitely need help now uh and i'm I'm definitely working on that too but i don't know man i just i just always been hands-on i don't like telling people what to do if i could just do it myself 
Yeah. You know what I mean, like if, if I can do it, bet I'm gonna just get it done. Like, period. I don't know. I just always been that way. Yeah, it's just always impressive because, like you say, you're making making cover art, you're mixing, you're producing, you're making beat packs. <laughs> you're always doing that. There's always mm-hmm. something going on. So, how did you kind of get to this point where you were so confident in your? Was it just years of reps of making music of doing things? Was there anything that you kind of felt really helped build your confidence in in, in yourself and your abilities to to do all this stuff when it comes to music creation? Um, that's a really good question. Uh, I would say my consistency like and then people telling me about it like I, I keep saying i just be making stuff and i just put it out and then whatever happens happens i don't really think about it so but once people started telling me on like a normal basis like yo you're crazy you're crazy like you've been acting crazy like you're going stupid you're crazy and i'm like all right maybe i might be crazy <laughs> like you know what right. i mean like it it, it kind of just put everything in perspective like like, nah, like my work ethic is way different than like a lot of p- other people's, like specifically with music. I don't know anyone else that creates as much as I do and puts out as much stuff as I do. That's not a slight. I'm not being no. arrogant. That's just me making an observation. I just don't know. Like, I really do this every day. I don't like or love anything else. Um, And this is just this is just what I do. This is what I want to do for the rest of my life. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna they gonna bury me with a copy with a copy of Ableton. You know what I'm saying? They're just gonna throw it in my <laughs> casket. Um Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think just my consistency is really what got me to my confidence and realizing that I have been consistent and like man, you don't know what's crazy. I did a, I did an inter- I did an interview, I think either earlier this year or last year, and someone was like, Send me all of your work from 2014 up until now and i was like holy crap that's <laughs> a lot of stuff. so I, when i went back and had to reference everything i've done and they wanted things that i they wanted bodies of work that i've engineered bodies of work that i've produced beat tapes as well as my own rap projects yo it was like it had to have been well over 20 projects in the span of what six yeah six seven, seven years. years and i was just like that's crazy and once that was put in perspective for me, I was just like, okay, yeah, it's it's really time for me to turn up. And now I feel like I'm def- I'm more confident than I've ever been, and rightfully so. Like I even be trying to psych myself out of my own confidence. I'd be like, bro, you got to chill. You're not, you're not, you're not yet. But <laughs> but I also have to be like, nah, I've earned the right to feel myself a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Pause. But I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I'm confident. I also feel like I'm not confident. But it's it's a it's a constant battle that I got to deal with. Yeah, I think it's, a, you know, confidence in, in dealing with that is something that a lot of people face. But to be able to keep challenging yourself to keep putting that music out, that's what you got to do. And then to keep telling yourself, yeah, I'm, I, you know what? I am awesome. It is all right to, you know, toot your own horn a little bit when you're creating 20 plus projects in, in seven years. I mean, for some people, it's it's a three year process to create one project, depending Damn. on, uh, you know, how things go. And and yeah. not only that, you're, you're working on your own stuff. But again, created one of my favorite projects last year, Arcades in Vegas with Grand Ace, one of my favorite <laughs> Rappers. Out to Grand Ace, I love Jody. Oh, he's the man. And actually, real quick, this will lead me in my next question. You're 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 collaborating with one of my other favorite Ohio rappers, Isai Morales, and you guys got something coming. It's already out on SoundCloud, but coming to streaming services on Monday, right? Yes. So, uh, yeah, we we kind of I've known Isai for a while, and we've always talked about you know working together. And I'm not the type of person to rush anything. Like collabs will happen when they happen. Anything that is rushed, I feel like will be apparent in the music. And I don't like that. So we've been talking about collabing. 
you know, it never happened or whatever. And then we finally uh, was able to get the time to do stuff this year. He was like, bro, I just got the studio pull up. I said, bet. And then we just started making stuff and we got in like a little groove. I think we like three songs deep right now. And we trying to like push it to like five or seven or 10 um, shooting for next year to come out. Uh, we t- we already talking about doing visuals and stuff. Um, yeah. And working with him is like, it's, it's very seamless. Like we've been making records fast. Like I'll go over there, I'll make something and like, he'll have something like a day or so after we made the beat. And I'm like, Wow, that's crazy. So yeah, we we got some vibey stuff coming next year for sure. Shout out to Isai. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I, I because there's this track on SoundCloud out already already as well, isn't it? A Palomas isn't that already out? Uh, yes, right yes, yes. I uh I, I produced that beat, and that's that's actually one that I sent him in a pack. He was like, "Yo, I really like this one." I was like, "Really?" And he was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "All right, bet." And then he sent it to me. I was like, "Oh, this sounds like super just dreamy and floaty with his vocals." Yeah. And I was like, "Nah, this this is lit. This is super lit." And uh, you know, it's it, no better way to promote uh, music for me than uh, great cartoons that I love. On uh, that's how I was seeing it on there. He was crushing it with yeah, the little Adventure he, he Time and the Hey was Arnold. That Adventure Time. Yeah, it was Adventure Time, and he had another one with Hey Arnold on it too. And I was like, I, see, Isa, you know, we have a lot of similarities too. Uh, we're, we're doing this over video. I I never usually have a mustache, but uh, I did my Nacho Libre <laughs> costume, so I'm still rocking my 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 mustache from that. And I got the I got some love from from Isai on that. So he loves Nacho, he loves cartoons, he loves the points. I, I I seeing you two together, I was like, boo, that is that's a match made in heaven. Because I feel like. You mentioned the dreaminess of it. I feel like you kind of get that type of vibes. At least I, I got a lot of that in in That's Unfortunate and some of the other music that I've listened to you, uh, of, of yours. Oh, yeah, bro. Um, I like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a texture and like soundscape, atmospheric, ambient type of person. You know what I mean? So like, I like listening to things that take me places. And I try to do that with my songs and my mixes and that's what I was talking about, like creating moments on on this album. It was like, like I said, I had all of these songs; they were all ready to go, pretty much. But like, I didn't feel like I was creating any moments for real. And I, I like doing that just because it just takes you to another place. I like I like when music feels like drugs to me sometimes, specifically like psychedelics. Um, like I was kind of big into like LSD, what 2015, 2016, and doing that really made me understand texture and like just crazy stuff. So like I try to incorporate that in my beats and my music. And hopefully when people listen to my stuff, when they are super fried, they'd be like, yo, this actually feels how I feel right now. And like, that's what I hope to get. (laughs) I think there's some similarities there. There's definitely, uh, I would say that texture. I think that's a really great way to to put it. Not only uh, from, from those experiences, but in the music as well. Devin, we could keep going on. I got we got I, we could keep talking for for a long, long time. We're gonna get ready to to wind things down here. What is uh, what is up next? Actually, and uh, you know, you've been out once once things opened up. You've been out playing live, uh, doing live stuff as, as soon as uh, it looked like you were able to. What's next? Where can people go uh, in support? What is next? You know, that is a great question because I don't never know. Um, I just be going with the flow. I probably shouldn't know the answer to these questions, but that's besides the point. Um, as far as what's next, man, uh, definitely expect more Keisha collab albums. Um, I have one with Isai coming next year. I got one with JB Lamage coming. I got one with Dale Gold coming. 
Um, just I'm another sure four I'm projects in a year, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, that's light work. <laughs> you know, light work. Um, I'm trying to convince Jody to do an arcades in Vegas deluxe, but we gonna see because we've been we've been tapping in and making some stuff too, and I and I'll be trying to push him to be like, yo, let's 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 do this little deluxe or something. You know what I mean? Um, let me see. Uh, I have a album that I'm probably more than likely 99% sure that I'm going to drop next year called I'm Retired because I never dropped it. I was supposed to drop it in like 2017. It just never did because it wasn't finished. But I'm finishing it with No Face. It's going to be produced by one producer. That's the homie No Face from Colorado. Shout out to him. Um, let me think. Uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to do shows outside of Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, visuals is coming. I got merch coming. Um, yeah, man, just continuing, continue, continuing to work, trying to make some bigger moves for myself, get some bigger placements. You know what I'm saying? I produced, I got a record on the Pink Seafood albums. That was great for me. Um, shout out to Liv. Uh, they can support me by going to Bandcamp, devinburgessmusic.bandcamp.com. You know what I'm saying? All my stuff is there. Uh, that's unfortunate on all platforms. Um, yeah, hella shameless plugs. I think that's all I got. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But uh, that's unfortunate. You got to check it out. But Devin, you've been here before. You knew this question was coming. The name of the show is Groovy Soup. I ask you now, what is your favorite type of soup? Oh, man. Was was I like a head ass and said like chicken noodle last time? I probably was. I've heard so many people say their soups. Honestly, I couldn't tell you which because because coincidentally enough, we talked around a year ago this time last time you were on in November uh, uh, last year. That was right around when arcades in Vegas came out. Yeah, yeah, we're coming up on a year on that. That's so crazy. Like a year. Yeah. That's so crazy. Um, bro, I feel like chicken noodle is just a classic, man. You it's it's you can you can't really get no better than that. You probably can, but I don't know that soup. <laughs> um uh I'm gonna have to go with chicken noodle. Yeah. I love chicken noodle soup too. Don't you worry, Devin? It's it's the it's it's a classic for a reason because it's great. It's for the soul, man. Exactly. It's for the soul. Just like that's unfortunate. Check it out on streaming services. Go support Devin on Bandcamp. And again, Devin, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Paul, for having me. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Soup, the Soup people, anyone that enjoys Soup. Shout out to y'all, too. Thank y'all for having me. And hopefully we'll be back again next year. Up next, Rewind. Keep it here. This is Groovy Soup on Power 105. 